Hey guys, I'm Angie, and this is All Fudged Up. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GoodsFunnyGirl. That's G-O-O-D-S-F-U-N-N-Y-G-I-R-L. GoodsFunnyGirl. You can also send me an email at GoodsFunnyGirl at gmail.com. All right. So I think the last time we talked, I was just about to get my eyebrows microbladed. And I got them done and they look amazing. And now, I mean, maybe not like right the second, right the second, because uh, I'm I'm on a day where they are scabbed over and are kind of, you know, scabby looking. And so, but they will. They looked, well, they looked amazing right afterwards and they will look amazing again. I know it. And then I will go get them touched up and then they'll look even more amazing. And I just, I just don't think my face can handle this much amazing, but I'm going to try for you guys. <laughs> just kidding. It's for me. Um, so, okay. Um, I think the next thing that I wanted to just dive right into is, um, celebrities. And I had, I had, cause then I rethought about it. Because I thought that what I first had was like, oh, I just sound like some whiny nobody. And I don't want to sound like that. Um, so let me just start with, um, I find annoying is some, all these red carpet awards shows. And I understand some of them are super important. Uh, and that obviously all the celebrities involved that are going find them super important and I'm not trying to downplay that, but I'm just saying that maybe from an outsider, somebody who's not in the business of Hollywood and entertaining, that sometimes it just seems like a lot. And I'm also jealous. I want to wear a red, not red necessarily, maybe a red. I want to wear a pretty dress and get all fancied up and go to an awards show. But what do I know? I'm just an accountant. Anyway, and then I had other rants and whines and whiningness about how some other content on the internet uh, that people put out that might be celebrity, A-list celebrities, um, B-list, I don't, well, I'm not trying to judge or put a list on there. I shouldn't have said that just celebrities and all they do is when they talk they just talk about shop talk and um, just sometimes they just get like too focused on that and as somebody who's not in the entertainment business although yes I do want to know like sometimes it's just come on guys where's the funny that's all I think I have to say about that so I do highly enjoy, I'm sure other people do too, um, the celebrities that do intentionally, you know, try to make themselves very relatable or, you know, and I don't think, you know, it's necessarily that it's a forced act or anything. I think that these people are just that relatable and I love it. And I love when they talk about the realisms with their kids, Kristen Bell, um, <laughs> And, uh, and all the moms explaining and, you know, everybody that's helped on that. And it's just hilarious stuff and all true. Um, so I, I do really uh, respect and appreciate that. And therefore I try to make sure that the content I put out is kind of 
as hopefully as relatable or at least something that it could be entertaining. Like, oh, at least it wasn't me. Because it was me. Um, so, you know, like I said, am I jealous? Partially. Would I like to go par- party with Paris Hilton? <laughs> Absolutely. Although I don't think she's doing that now, um, considering she just got engaged. Congratulations, Paris. Oh, my God. Um, and, you know, trying to <laughs> just be a businesswoman and entrepreneur. And uh, maybe I should just tell you right now, I love Paris Hilton. And I want to say that I have loved her for, God, at least 20 years. Um I think I, I'm around her age, um, or at least in the same eight within a few years, and and I've always admired her ability to entrepreneur herself. Uh, she had, of course, the the simple life, and then all of her different perfumes and skincare lines and clothing lines and just a myriad of things she put out a record um and then i find out later that she's also a dj and just she's just amazing i I just can't believe how busy she is and how much she works considering all things considered Um, so if you have a chance, you should definitely check out her documentary. Uh, this is Paris. It's a great documentary. goes over a very in-depth look at her and all that. And then also while on the Famous People documentaries, Framing Britney, I had a chance to watch it. It made me very sad. Uh, very, I... I've always also had a soft spot for Brittany. Once again, she's around the same age um, as, you know, that I am and Paris. Um, other, lots of other people. But specifically us, because that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, so, you know, I'm sure most of you, a lot of you probably are familiar with it. And if you're not, you know, Framing Brittany is the documentary and highly recommend it. Uh, but it goes, it really goes into her conservatorship and the conservatorship that her father apparently has over her. And I, I don't know right this moment if I think he's still um, her, you know, conservator, which means that he's controls her whole life. And that's just, ugh, that's so heartbreaking for somebody who's around for it. Um, to have to have, you know, their dad that manage their stuff. And then on top of that, he's getting like a manager's fee and she's paying for all the lawyers. And it's just like, it's just so heartbreaking. And do I think that she needs a conservatorship? I don't know. I, I don't know the whole situation. Um, and even if she did, do I think that her dad needs to be that? Probably not. It seems like there might be some conflicts of interest there. And I really hope that she's able to, um, you know, move past that, get away from that and hopefully be able to take care of herself. And, you know, and I, I just want to, I just, I remember when, you know, what happened when that's before she publicly shaved her head when she was losing her kids. And I can only imagine how heartbreaking that was. And just, and, but let's not just throw around mental illness. I mean, yeah, probably she had some things going on maybe, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think that by any means that she's mentally ill. I just, 
but definitely that was a very mm-hmm. tough time and it's very understandable that she went crazy i mean pff, most of us would some of us have did we end up on the news no of course not because we're not britney spears it's just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when you see a celebrity who's going through something as traumatic as a divorce and after having a couple babies and it's just, it's a lot of emotions and that's a lot to go through. And, and I just remember thinking back then, I wish I could just give her a hug. I just want to give her a hug and tell her it's going to be okay. And, you know, and then let's just hide out and stay off everybody's radar. Um, and I hope that she's, she seems like she's doing a lot better according to her Instagram feed. Uh, so, you know, Brittany, we're here for you. Okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about, let's just move away from celebrities and how I'm jealous of them. Cause I want to talk about, especially as being a woman and buying your own jewelry Let's say you're a woman buying your own jewelry, such as I have. I've bought many of my own jewelry, and I know the countless amount of just, you know, people that look down upon me because I, you know, have bought my own rings for things. Um, it is just so frustrating. Um, so I really want to. I wish that we could kind of normalize buying your own jewelry or flowers or chocolates or whatever makes you just unbelievably happy that you treat yourself with. Um, so especially when it comes to engagement rings or wedding rings, gentlemen, listen up, um, or whoever is thinking about maybe popping the question to your significant other, uh, maybe get their opinion. You know, have you talked to them? Do you know what kind of ring that they're expecting or wanting or have desired? Have you gone ring shopping with them? Do you know what kind of, um, cut they want? Do you know what kind of setting that they want? Do you know what kind of metal they want? Um, cause I swear to God, if my husband, when, you know, if he would have proposed to me with like some yellow gold something, I probably, I would have freaked out and we would have immediately gone to the jewelry store to get me something that I more liked, but he wouldn't have done that. And he knows better. And we've talked about this we talked about, um, you know, everything of course. And when he asked me to marry him, it was, well, actually it was more of kind of an agreement. <laughs> just like, yeah, okay, I guess we're going to get married. Yeah. Um, cause at first it was like, well, you know, we, I didn't necessarily want to get married. I, you know, but then I started to think about like, well, what if, what if he goes in the hospital and then they're just going to be like, well, no, you're not married. So you can't see him. Like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't, I wasn't okay with that. If that was, was to happen. Um, I wasn't okay with if we've traveled and, you know, if we got separated somehow and people didn't take it seriously and, oh, well, you're just the whatever, like, so, and he, he agreed. So I coerced, I mean, we agreed to get married. 
um, if you're bored during this time that we're in, you should check out Jim Brewer's uh, Bombing and Sears. It's hilarious. It's a, um, it's a This Is Not Happening production, I believe, from Comedy Central. And it's, it, you know, it's like eight or nine or whatever minutes and, you know, skip to about one, about a minute, um, 20 to, you know, kind of skip the BS and just kind of get right to the story. And it's hilarious. That's all I'm going to say. Jim Brewer bombing in Sears. That's the name of that. I think it's time that we talk about one of my ex-roommates because it's so funny. Um, so I had this, this ex-roommate that we met on Facebook because this was back in 2007. So it was like a million years ago. Um, there was a 2005, it must've been 2005. And then we must've moved in in 2006, I think. Um, he was short lived, short lived. He, he's still alive as far as I know. Um, he was, you know, when he moved out, um, this was back when I still lived in Scottsdale. I was going to school at the time, I believe. Yep. Working on my bachelor. Um, he had just graduated, uh, from, an engineering school and he was getting, he had a job lined up in the Phoenix area. And so we had started talking somehow. I don't know what, how, or what group it was at this point. That was so long ago. Um, but we talked, he was cool. We decided to move in together because you know, crazy people do that. Uh, but he was hilarious and he was so much fun. Um, he was the one that saved me from that God awful date that, uh, I had to, that I went running for my phone, like, ah, get me out of here. And then he was like, Hey, I need something. And I'm like, what? The apartment's burning down. Okay. I'll go home. <laughs> Don't take care of that. No, you're fine. I, I got it. I got it. It's cool. Uh, so we partied a shit ton. Um, I was in my mid twenties at that point, And so it was game on. For the, for the partying, we drank a lot. We had a pool right outside of the apartment. Um, it was like the smaller one. <laughs> it was this giant apartment complex in Scottsdale. Um, two pools, like I said, we were next to the smaller one. The other one was gorgeous, uh, but it was far away. I mean, the one that was basically in the backyard. I mean, that was awesome. Like get drunk, go hang out in the pool. Um, he, partying with him and it was just him and I one night uh, uh granted nothing happened it was all platonic whatever but one night we partied and we got so drunk and then I had to I remember being next to the pool and he was trying to drag me in I was like no 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 and I was fully clothed and then he ended up dragging me in and then I remember putting my hands in my pockets and pulling out just my keys thinking oh thank god I don't have my phone on me. Well, and then the next day I can't find my phone and I'm not that girl that loses her phone. This is the only phone I've ever lost. And it was after being way too fucking drunk with John. I don't know. It was the most bananas thing. And the fucked up part was it was like that, that flip phone 
that had the color screens. I think it was Samsung and it was like red and silver. Like you guys know what I'm talking about. If you have this phone, it had the best camera like at the time and I fucking lost it. I had had it for like a few months and I fucking lost it. And once again, I'm not that girl, but I did. And then I had to get another phone and I couldn't get that one again. So I think I ended up getting like that razor, that Motorola razor thing. That was, it was fine, but it was not the other phone. Um, but this, this gentleman, eh, I lose that term, use that term loosely with him. He was, he was always cool with me. But one day, um, Friday during the day, he was working overnights at whatever fucking job he had during whatever engineering thing that he was doing. Um, so it was Friday, like kind of early afternoon ish. I think he like just woke up from, you know, you know, he essentially go home, go to sleep. And so he just woke up, sent me a text. Let's go to, uh, let's go to San Diego. And I said, why? He said, why the fuck not? I said, all right, I'm in. So, um, I drove, why did I drove? I don't remember. He had a vehicle, but I drove. Um, and we actually ended up because, uh, of where I was working. I was working with my buddy Russ at the time. Hi Russ. Uh, no, wait, where was I working with him or I don't remember if we were working together at this point or not but we did. And that's always a fun story for later. Um, regardless. So I think I told him that what we were doing, I don't remember why I was talking to him. Anyway, we were talking. That's the point. And he said, or he told me about how he was going to be in Los Angeles that night for the Rocky con convention, Rocky horror picture show con convention that was being held on the Queen Mary. That's a giant boat currently stationed, um, in Los Angeles Bay somewhere. Yeah. Look it up. It's fucking haunted as fuck. So I told John, Hey, do you want to go to Los Angeles and go party with some Rocky guys? And he's like, yeah, I was like, great. So we did. We drove. So after work, I think I got off work at like whatever, four or five. And then after we, you know, packed up a bag, probably maybe, maybe we just packed alcohol. I don't know. Um, anyway, got in the car, went to LA and it takes about seven hours, tent, something like that from Phoenix to LA. He slept the whole way, which is fine by me. And uh, we got to LA, we got, you know, to the Queen Mary, we got our booze, uh, and you know, John got us in a room for the night. And then we met up with Russ and got really fucking drunk and was a lot around a lot of people that from a lot of places that, that like to do the Rocky horror picture show acting out stuff. And it was the best. I had five people try to have sex with me that night. Like it was that it was awesome. I didn't have sex with any of them either. Like I look back on it and I'm like, why didn't I, I think cause there was like this one girl, um, that I like wanted to have sex with, but she was 
probably just like she had a boyfriend but i don't think and i i don't think she really like kind of went that way i don't know i don't know uh, maybe it was just because it was really fucking drunk who knows um after so that was a great night and oh like i said that boat haunted as fuck uh i so when you get there you go into you go into an elevator um and then you go up to whatever floor and then you go onto the boat and then you can check in and do whatever um and so i just remember we went up the elevator we walked across the little plank i'm just kidding it's like a skywalk thing um the second i stepped onto that boat i felt lightheaded a little dizzy and i was just like whoa i just feel weird and different i i remember it didn't last long but it was just a very unmistakable feeling when you when i first stepped onto that that ship and it's docked like it's in the water um but there's like kind of like probably whatever some sand or um whatever so it's it's not like the the water comes up and splashes against it like it's so it's it's you know it's a stable you know it's not going anywhere it doesn't move so the fact that i felt like kind of slightly nauseous and a little whatever disease just it was weird but it's haunted as fuck what are you gonna do um, then I got wicked drunk, so and I was hanging out with a lot of people pretty much all night. So by the time I finally passed out, like I I wasn't, you know, feeling any ghost vibe at that point because I was drunk because it was like twenty something. So you know, of course, drink responsibly. All right, guys, I think that's all I have for now. But don't worry, there will definitely be more very soon. And I hope that you guys are taking care of yourself. This is All Fudged Up, and I'm Angie Goods. Go follow me on Twitter. Thank you.